You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Work For It podcast on The Makery Network. I'm Brian House. And I'm Ben Butler. And together we represent the two most important components of the maker world. I work the steel. And I work the wood. The show's primary focus is business in the workshop. And then we reach out to you on social media with a question every week. We read your answers and then discuss them on the show. Follow our show on any major podcast platform and on Instagram at workforit.podcast. Or you can support us for as little as $1 a month on patreon.com forward slash work for it. Let's get on with the show. Ben Jammin' Butler, how you doing, buddy? Brian House, I am well, man. How about yourself? It's been a while. Well, that's true. I've been a little under the weather. I think the, what, two episodes ago, we were talking about downtime. Yeah, and right. little did I know that I would be further, you know, shoved into the mud with more downtime. Forced by getting into- this flu or whatever i got a yeah. whole hell of an education on this covid testing crap it's kind of interesting when you're a semi uh, public figure and you post yeah. that you're sick because <laughs> you get all kinds of unsolicited advice sure. about uh, what you should do and uh, uh, everyone becomes a doctor real quick it's uh it's uh, yeah. interesting i could i could see that you know it's funny you say that because like i'm not I don't know. I'm my wife's always the one that is like, "Oh, you shouldn't post that," you know, or like just different right. things. She's really kind of thinks through it more. I'm more just, you know, fly by the seat of your pants, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny how you say that because I, um, I've, I've got a guy after me right now on uh, something in my shop. We'll talk about it here in a minute. It's pretty funny, <laughs> but when you are out there. People tend to want to be in there. (laughs) And I appreciate it, by the way. Everyone who reached out and sent me all their uh, prayers and love and blessings and everything else. And I truly appreciate all that love and everything. And even the advice. 
the unsolicited advice, by the way, um, I think partially some of that came from you know, Jeff fucking Fader saying, hey, just go ahead and reach out to all the podcasts and send them unsolicited advice. Um, uh, it's like he walks into a room and throws a grenade into it and goes, okay, I got to get out of here now. And then kaboom, you, you know, get freaking all these messages from people. You know what you should do? You should do this. You should go get another covid test because those other ones are not accurate the, the king of the of you know what you should uh, do right yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> oh. and um one of the things that um when you get like really sick i don't know if you've ever had this happen but um i had uh, a moment where i thought i was i was gonna die right yeah. i mean i i was so ill and i started getting a fever i started getting the chills and then I blacked out for a bit and um, and and I had a uh, a minute there where I have no recollection. And and um, I actually Man. think that there's a possibility that I may have uh, gone up to heaven and visited God. And, and uh, I wanted to have you listen in on what that sounded like. OK. My hallucinations with God. Ooh, ooh. Oh, man. Where, where, where am I? You're in heaven, dipshit. I am? Oh, thank God. Don't get all excited <laughs> just yet. You haven't been accepted. Listen, this is a little bit unorthodox, but I've been asked to have you wait here, and God himself wants to talk to you before he will let you through the pearly gates. Okay, not a problem. I can I can just float right here on this standard? cloud. And, you know, just wait for my wings and my little halo there. Don't count your chickens before they've hatched. I've seen this happen before. You think you're getting in, and then you have a conversation with God, <laughs> and then he turns you away and sends you south, if you know what I mean. Oh, shit. I didn't know it was like that. I always thought, like, you know, <laughs> one minute you were sitting on the toilet taking a huge dump, and then, you know, pop, something goes off in your brain, and then you end up, you know, wherever you end up, like, you know, floating on a cloud in heaven or, you know, boiling over in a pot of hot lava somewhere. No, that isn't how it happens. These types of things are not just black and white. It's almost as if a guy like you, he needs a review. Somebody has to look at everything you've done and kind of take it all in. And then, <laughs> you know, guys like me, I'm St. Peter. I can't make this decision. I mean, man, you walked the line. You did a lot of stuff. And, and I just, I can't make the call. Really? Because, you know, I feel like I've led a pretty good life. I feel like I've led a nice, normal life. Brian, shut the fuck up. Sit down for a minute and listen to what I have to say. <laughs> okay. Oh, I assume uh, you're, you're God then, yeah? You must be the brains of the operation. Listen, we need to talk about what you did on Earth while you were there. You spent a lot of time making money through capitalism. Right, right. I, I understand that. Um, you know, I was just kind of figuring that was what I was supposed to be doing with my life. I mean, you know, I got all these gifts and everything that you gave me. And Don't patronize me. Now, let's look at this list. First and foremost, you were 14 years old and you pulled out a JCPenney catalog and you jerked off to the bra section. What do you have to say about that, mister? Okay, first of all, I was 14 years old. I was basically a kid. And I mean, I was just doing my thing, man. I mean, I didn't think I was any different than anybody else. 
I jerked off to a lot worse shit than that, by the way. I know that. You don't have to tell me that. I already know all the things that you've done. Some of this shit I can't even talk about. I mean, it's the absolutely most disgusting things I've ever seen a human being do. And under any other circumstances, I normally would just flush a guy like you down to hell so you could get pounded in the ass by Satan himself for all of eternity. Alright, let's get back to the list. Remember that time in college where you sat on the roof of your apartment building and you fired a high-powered pellet rifle into the beer cans that were in the hands of those friendly frat boys who lived on your street? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was uh, pretty. Um... You could have hurt someone. <clears throat> yeah, that that was uh, that was a uh, that was a lot of fun. But uh, you're right. Uh... Probably shouldn't have been doing that. Remember that time in the fourth grade when you broke Suzanne Larson's nose in gym class? Oh, come on, man. That was an accident. You know that. Yeah, well, up until this point, I'm really not sure what is an accident. Quit making excuses. How about that time that you took a dump into the boiler of that building that was being built on your street? That entire building smelled like your turds for the next ten years. What do you have to say about that? Well, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I, I was, I, I might have been drunk. I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to take responsibility for some of this stuff. I really am. I mean, it's like, I was an idiot for a while. I, I, it took me some time to grow up. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. Now, listen, your entire life uh, wasn't all bad. You actually uh, did some really nice things. For some people, I mean, you're a halfway decent father and husband to your second wife, and you were, uh, you know, a guy that uh, people turn to in the community, in the maker community, and you, you help people with their tools, you help them build tools, and you also help them with tools you had nothing to do with. You, you inspired others to go out and make and build things, and I guess there's, uh, something to be said about that. Now I've got a proposition for you. I'm going to ask you one question, and if you answer this question correctly, then I'm going to let you into heaven. What do you think about that? Sure, I'm pretty good at answering questions. Alright, here we go. What is the meaning of life? Wait a minute, you you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. You want me to answer to you what the meaning of life is? You want me to tell you? You are, that's a question for you. I should be asking you that. This is a test, dipshit. I already know the answer. I'm looking to you for the answer to let you in. Jesus, get your shit together. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. All right, I think, I think the meaning of life is to find your purpose. Go on. I think it's to find your purpose for what you're supposed to be doing with your, your time. And while you're on earth, I think you should find that purpose and then give it away to others. And then hopefully leave the planet in a better place than when you were first on it. Wrong. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got it right. All right, come on in. <laughs> and then God and I partied for like, I don't know, a month or so. Um, oh, what a friend. That dude can drink. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. 
Christ Almighty, oh, what man. a pal. <laughs> I'm not really sure that was God, by the way. I, I it's, it's entirely possible this was all a, a hallucination yeah. from well, my fever and the flu, but yeah. that was uh, how I remembered it. You anyhow. never truly uh, know yeah. what's in that COVID test, right? Yeah, you really don't. I mean, they could have injected me with something. They shoved that thing up your nose. And I'm, and by the yeah. way, both nostrils twice. Oh. I got this thing twice. And they, they re, you know, they make you that you, the first test I got was actually done by somebody. The second one was done by me. So yeah. like I ended up having to go in and, you know, they, they give you the thing because they're like, oh shit, you might be actually yeah, sick. Right. <laughs> so we're not going to let you be in front of anybody. Man. And then, uh, and then, of course, they make you touch your brain with a swab yeah. and everything I, else. So, I, knock yeah. on wood, I, I've not had reason to, to take one yet, so I've avoided it. Thank God for yeah. that. Yeah, don't don't ever get in that situation. I know it's tough. I think a lot of people have been yeah. in it multiple times, and it's like you just don't know. I mean, the, the whole point – here, let me just quick tell you my education that I got about rapid testing versus PCR testing, and hopefully this will help somebody in the future. If you're really, really, really sick, like yeah. I was, don't bother with the rapid okay. test. Get the PCR test and then quarantine. So here's here's what happens. You go in and get a uh, rapid test. Supposedly, and the research that I did sort of kind of aligned with this, is that those rapid tests are notoriously incorrect. Sure. They're, they're, you, get a, you can get a lot of false negatives. Yep. Very rarely will you get a false positive. Okay. So that, you know, but- False negatives are are a thing. So what you end up having to do is you think you're in the clear. Yeah. And this is to this is to your detriment because now you don't quarantine. Right, you're like, ah, right, oh, right. I just got the call. I have a cold yeah. or I have the flu. No, you don't. You don't know because you're not really sure. So you need to go and like in down here in Florida, P, uh, uh, CVS and Walgreens and a bunch of these places now have free COVID PCR yeah, tests. Yeah, I've got that here. And you yeah. go in and they'll, yeah, and you can get it. And it takes a couple of days to get the results. And those are very accurate from my understanding. Um, and even those can also, you know, send back a false negative. It is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's a way more accurate test than the rapid test. So, you know, if you're really sick. Now, if you've been exposed to somebody and you don't have any symptoms, right. a rapid test might be able to determine whether or not you're asymptomatic. Okay. Um, but if you're really, really, really sick like I was and I had all of the COVID yeah, symptoms, you, yeah. like my doctor still thinks I had yeah. COVID. Like he's like, you must have had it, you know, and I lost my taste and my smell. Yeah, when you texted and, me that morning um, and you're you know, like, fever yeah, I woke that. up this morning yeah. and can't taste, you know, can't taste shit, can't smell shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's, he's got it, yep. man. So, uh, yeah, that's, but yeah, it's so weird, you know. But I, I recovered fast. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I'm fairly. Yeah, you didn't stay down within and, a week, and that, you know, that pro- based on what we're seeing, that indicates you probably didn't have it. But who the hell knows? This thing's so. I, I don't know if the disease, if the virus is so um, variable, or the the news reports are so inaccurate, or just all over the map, or what. You know, it's such a zoo of human behavior and, uh, you know, pandemic behavior that you don't truly know what to believe is. I agree. And that's why I think you got to know for sure. And the only way to know is to get one of these PCR tests or multiple tests to determine whether or not you actually have it. Um, whatever I have is highly contagious though. Cause Sarah now okay. has it. 
all three kids got it. Like the whole house yeah. went and got well, you, and this. you wonder so, what's spinning um, off of this. It's thing, definitely something, right? Like what the hell? I yeah. mean, does this thing mutate? You know, and and you get a different virus that's not quite coronavirus, but it's got qualities right. of it, and who knows? It's it's weird. The test part has always, always, it's been a year, I guess, but the, the testing part has really shocked me in a lot of ways because, like, that's the only one true way that we can measure success or failure, right? And to my knowledge, right. anyway, I haven't seen anything where a lot of effort has been made into making a 70% accurate test or an 80% accurate test. You know, right. it's just, we're still at like 30, 40%. And you go, well, there's a lot we yeah. don't know. I think that's the, really the key here is that this thing is moving so quickly. It's so contagious. Yeah. And then it of course is, you know, mutating and turning into something yeah. else and you know, hopefully mutating into something weaker. I mean, who knows, but anyway, it? I'm better. Uh, you know, I got to hang out with God for a few days up Amen. in heaven and, uh, you know, and then he, then he flushed me back down and, and here more I am. Work but, to do. Uh, yeah, man. Ah, yeah, I got way more to do. That was my biggest beef with this entire right. thing is that I could not get back to work. I really wanted to, you That's know, I had so many things going on and I realized like, if I don't sit still for a few days that this thing will just linger yeah. and whatever. Yeah. So that's a hard one um, though, to, to, yeah. to slow down when, um, when your folks like us that get enjoyment out of work, right. That that's relaxing yes. for me is cleaning the shop or, you know, yeah, like different too. stuff like that. When, when you physically can't do it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to be sick. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, not only that, it's like I'm right in the middle of developing a product yeah. and I and I'm, you know, I've got when the day I got sick, I had like, you know, CAD files sent off to laser cutters and people yeah. working on things. And then, you know, I've got a deluge of information coming back to me and I'm going, guys, I'm not in the right headspace here. I have to pause all this. And these are subcontractors. Yeah. So, you know, they're just like, OK, fuck it. I'm on to right. the next thing. And now I'm coming back and I'm like. Hey, I'm better now. And they're all like, yeah, We're well, we've moved on. Thing. So now yeah. I get to wait. Yeah. Now I get to, you know, I'm at the bottom You're of the list. Back in the so, queue. Yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah that's Man. It. That's well, it. it's good to have you back for sure. It's definitely good to have you back. It's good to be yeah. back. It's good. I, I'm, I'm a solid 90%. Good. I don't sound, I'm a little nasally, mm -hmm. but I, I'm definitely there. Uh, and I am on my way to becoming the superhuman being that I have always been yeah. and even better. In fact, I might, this might have been the metamorphosis. Like that sickness was the cocoon. Yeah. And now I am popping out as a beautiful butterfly and uh, I'm going to fly and pollinate all kinds of well, things. Well, after being flushed, flushed out the, the sewer system of heaven, you know, I mean, there's a lot of lingering effects of that, of that experience. I'm sure. <laughs> I I died. I literally died and went to heaven, and then and then I it was stolen you've from me. And then you've seen, you know, God, he's a twisted man. That, that that almighty. Yeah, you've literally seen the royal throne. <laughs> 
He's pay- he, was pay- <laughs> <laughs> he was playing with my emotions, man. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to get I in here. I think he this touched me. Great. <laughs> yeah. And not in the right yeah. place. I was going to make a Dustin Diamond reference in that in that bit. I was going to say, like, God, it was too busy to deal with me because he was dealing with Dustin Diamond. <laughs> right. um, but then I'm like, wait a minute. That might be too, yeah, soon. too soon. I don't know. <laughs> Rest in peace, Screech. Uh, rest, rest in, in peace. peace, brother. Rest in peace. Man. Oh man, that's yeah. Goodness. <laughs> so, what do you got going on in your shop? What man, are you doing? What are you up I, to? Right now, my shop is an absolute disaster area. I was it last. Yeah, it was Friday. I I picked up the Shopbot CNC. Support for the following passion comes from Lexus, celebrating the obsessions that drive us to go all in. From enthusiasts of all different spaces. My name is Ashley Yee. I am from Los Angeles, California, and I am a foodie. (laughs) To me, food isn't simply stuff people eat when they're hungry. It's inventive, it's delicious, and I love how food is sort of a catalyst that brings people together. Ashley started posting food photography on social media during college, pioneering the food blogging space by just being herself. Creating something that's interesting, beautiful, and quirky, I think that's what sets you apart. I think as soon as you are gonna be yourself unapologetically, that's when people will really resonate with you. And she believes passion is the key to success. Passion creates excitement. I think it's the fuel that really inspires and drives people to their goals. At Lexus, they've gone all in on their passion, designing a pure sports sedan, the new Lexus IS. Designed to look as thrilling as it is to drive. Learn more at Lexus.com slash IS. I jumped on your Instagram yeah, live, by the what way. What a zoo I was, that was. I was all over that. that. Night. I yeah. started this. I was watching you cut the cut the legs off I saw of that, horses. Uh, uh, that um <laughs> Like, <laughs> I'm like, this guy's getting it fucking like done right inch. now. He is not joking They're like around. like a fucking inch too tall. You're like sawing this fucking thing. I'm like, good oh, lord, he's he's you doing know, it. It amazes. I I said to my wife, I said, how do these people do it? How do like I see some guys that pull up on a live and they'll do a live stream for an hour, you know, and it, and it's as if they've planned it all week, and it's just no pressure, oh, yeah, no nothing, it. no anything. And I said. I start alive. Five minutes later, my buddy pulls up and he's delivering Uber Eats, you know, and he's like, hey, what the hell are you doing? And then I was like, then you come out and you want something from me. And then the kids come out and I'm like, it's a fucking circus out here. I just wanted like 20 goddamn minutes to do a live because I was trying trying to do stories. And I'm like, this is taking too long. I'm just going to record the whole thing and then I'll post the live, you know, well. Then my phone died and it wouldn't charge because Instagram took over something on my phone. I went to plug it in. It's like this cord's not compatible. And it's just like circus. (laughs) But I got it unloaded. You want to talk, you know, real quick sidebar. This reminds me of something that just happened to me today. (laughs) So I listen to Spotify almost all day. Like in my shop, I'm listening to podcasts or whatever. And like anything on the Makery Network is all available, you know, Spotify and Spotify has all my, you know, my lists of everything I like and whatever. I go to pull up the XYZ podcast because they just released another episode. Yeah, Yeah, I think today. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I opened my Spotify, Russian music started playing (laughs) on my phone. Uh Oh, I am not kidding you. 
So I'm like, oh, this weird. So I I pause it, yeah. thinking like, well, maybe I must have left like a playlist playing, yeah. and you know, and then it started up oh. again. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Yeah. What the hell's going on? I open it up, and I open the app on my computer. Same thing, same Russian words Vladimir's and everything got else. The best of you. And I realize I have been compromised. Yeah, yeah. My my Spotify had been compromised, and I'm thinking. You know, this is this is not good. So I go and I change my password. I do all the things, all the yep. steps that they tell you to to get rid of this this shit because apparently it's a common thing, and it doesn't help. It doesn't fix anything. I disconnect Facebook. I disconnect all the apps. Anything that's had access to Spotify. Still, I cannot get this. And by now, this asshole on the other side of the earth is now thinks it's yeah, funny because I'm moved you know you. I'm pausing his music. Yeah. He knows that I now know. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy so much. I'm so angry at this motherfucker. I'm like, all I want to do is listen to a right. podcast. And, and 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 this this asshole has nothing better to do than to fuck right. with me. So do you know that when you connect with somebody Spotify that you can then reconnect to like a sound source on their oh, end? Oh no. So so like he's listening to it on his stereo yeah. on his yep. computer. I could I now have control of the volume <laughs> of Spotify. I turn it all the way up. Points and do you know what the, the <laughs> No. Do you, are you are you aware of a death metal band called Cannibal Corpse? I, I don't know what I am, because but I get a pretty good idea. This motherfucker in he Russia now. does now. He knows all their favorite fucking songs, and he knows them very loud. Because I played Cannibal Corpse every time he switch it. I would. I'm on. By the way, on my laptop, I'm on Spotify support, and I'm messaging with them. Right. And I'm trying to get them to clear this asshole out. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just hitting play on Cannibal Corpse every 10 seconds. Cannibal Corpse, Cannibal Corpse, Cannibal Corpse. And it's got to be just blasting him. Right. And meanwhile, the Russian music he's listening to is like weird yeah, Russian like classical. Bullshit. It's not like, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. He's not picking anything fun to listen to. He's listening to bullshit. And now I'm just like, you know what, fucker? Here you go. Cannibal Corpse. You are now getting a full front row seat to a death metal concert with very, very, very loud, nasty music. So, And then eventually we got the jerk off out of there. You could have played Work For It podcast. I mean, I tried that. that. I actually did do that. (laughs) Here's the back back catalog of Work For It. Do these assholes not have anything better you to know, do than to fuck with people I, all day? I mean, knock on wood. I, is this what the, is this what communism is? Is you get a paycheck every month and you just get to fuck around and you don't? Apparently, don't that's all they've I got to do. It. Yeah, and you're right. Like I, of all things, right? Like hack into somebody's Spotify. Why I got like that. What is it? Like seven bucks a month yeah. or some bullshit? You know? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. There's yeah. no point yeah. to it. Yeah. It just. It's it's obviously to troll people. Yeah. That's what yeah. they're doing. They're just trying to troll. Well, people. and the whole that whole I don't know, that whole arena, right, of hacking and um just the scams and all that shit is just so dark. It's just so really dark. And I don't know, knock on wood, I you know, it is in some ways, right? Like as exposed as we are, um, just with the sheer volume of apps and services that you hit in a given day. I have to say, like, I 
I, I don't do a whole lot extra to protect myself, right? Like I use the same password on quite a few things and, you know, break some of the, the big rules and knock on wood. I don't. What I is don't that password, man? I'm just you know, curious. Uh, you tell peaches us the... and cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's password one, yeah. two, three. That's what I use for everything. Yeah, what is it? Spring? So it's spring 20. <laughs> the old yeah. IT trick. I mean, geez. But um, <laughs> yeah, but it's like, surprisingly, you don't, I, I don't get hacked all that often and uh it's kind of nice i've never been hacked yeah, this like is the never... first time i'm exposed right. a lot i'm exposed yeah. all over the place because i'm i'm doing all kinds yeah, of stuff right? online You've, i mean you're right what it did was it gave me yeah and it gave me a window into what that feels yeah. like Almost it's like, helpless i'm i'm sure dude that's oh i felt totally there was helpless. a guy in the community and spotify support was, was yeah good. there was a guy in the community recently that i saw a like what what do you call it uh campaign to raise money for him because he fell victim to some kind of a scam or something like that. And they cleaned out his yeah. bank accounts and everything else, which interestingly enough. So my sister-in-law works for bank of America and, and most of the big banks, I guess will do this, that if it is truly, you know, um, like a fraudulent scam type thing, you know, a lot of times the banks will back you and they'll, they'll put the money back depending on the circumstances. Yeah. Now, if you made a choice to wire transfer all of your money to, to you know, Bohozafat, that's your own fucking problem. But. Right. <laughs> but there's a Nigerian prince that needs my <laughs> right? help. I mean, I have to yeah, help him. There was a scam. Um, it's a profitable thing. About a year ago now, I guess, about this time of year. And I got an email and uh, it was from somebody wanting uh, three bookcases. And they were like very specific dimensions, very specific wood type and everything else. And huh. it seemed like a pretty legit inquiry, like website inquiry. And, you know, at the end, it just said, the only thing I, the only other question I have for you is whether or not you take credit card and, you know, please reach out and let me know what we, what you could do. And I'm like, the last little bit about credit card just gave me just enough pause to go, hmm, well, right. so I held back and I didn't like send him a quote or anything, you know, I think I just asked a random question. Well, the very next day, well, then he started messaging me like right away, you know, we're like back and forth email, almost like instant message style. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is fucking weird. That's suspect you know, like, in itself. When you're rapid yeah, right firing there. emails at me and these details don't matter, you know, okay. Well, the next day I, I kind of walked away from it. And the next day I get a phone call from another guy that I, I often do work for here in town. And he goes, Hey man, I wonder if you could build three bookcases really quick and send them to North Carolina. And I start laughing and I'm like, fuck <laughs> you, North Carolina. He's like, what do you mean, dude? I was like, you should have sent him the dimensions yeah, back and be like, like we did. did he request yeah. that it be in Walnut? We started, in yeah, side? we started comparing notes and it was like same fucking thing. Same. Yeah. Guy. And yep, then it, it made guy. its rounds. I, in fact, I heard, um, Nick Key talking about it on uh, the Shop Sounds podcast then like a week later. And apparently he he did an Instagram live going back and forth with this guy just for like an, for like an hour, just pulling this, you know, just no reeling this, this scammer in. It was oh, brilliant. Sure. But yeah, it, it was kind of weird. But he, of all things, I was having a hard time figuring out what the scam was. But apparently... 
after an hour of this back and forth, he finally gets to that he would like to overpay you, right? Like, That's like it. two yeah. grand. And then if you could kindly wire transfer, you know, like $1,200 right. of that to this account, and then we will, uh, so you're, you're the launder, you're the launder service, you know? But. Yeah, yeah, and eventually that that money will get taken out of your account right. too because it's f- comes from funds that was stolen exactly. from another account. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a nasty scam. Yeah. I I we've had I had a, a guy call me that claimed he was from FPL, which is our power mm. uh, Florida Power and Light, and he's like, "We're sending a technician over to your place of business right now, and we're going to shut your electronics off or shut your electricity off because you haven't paid your Send bill." Him over. <laughs> he had my account number. He had everything. Man. He had, but I, the one thing he didn't know is that I'm I'm a very good bookkeeper. Right. Like I know that I pay my bill, and I know it's on auto deduct, and I can see it and all that. I get this guy on the phone, and I start talking to him. I'm like, I'm really interested in your your scam yeah. because I know it's a scam, right. and uh, and I I'm interested as to how you have all this information. And he's like, I work for Florida Power and Light. Oh no, kidding. And oh, he so he moonlights as a scammer. So I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. He moonlights as a scammer. Oh, man. And, um, I asked him how much he makes, and he said between three and $5,000 a day. Oh, no shit. Whenever he Well, does. Grandma, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. My daughter <clears throat> yep. pays that bill, and I, she might not have paid it. So yep. I'll, write, I'll, I'll give you my card. Yeah. yeah fuck yep, that. Yeah, that's it. It's a it's yeah, a weird yeah. um, and interesting a weird stuff. world, you know. <laughs> a really weird. World. You must keep your wits about you at all times. Yes, that's what I I, I think is you know a, I think a, about an important I, thing. I think about that stuff from time to time, um, in the you know just in the online community. You know, I've talked talked oh, yeah. to quite a few folks recently, which. Speaking of, I just, I wanted to thank everybody. I got several just awesome messages from folks who reached out uh, from the episode last week and just been connecting with so many people from the show, which is really, really cool. I want to, I want to tell you right now that that was an excellent episode. Thank you. And I learned a lot about you. That was kind of fun. Like you, you, (laughs) yeah, because, you know, when you and I are batting back and forth and throwing out information back and forth. Um, it, it's, it's one thing, but you, you know, you had an open microphone, yeah. you could do and say whatever you wanted. And, and, uh, I learned so much about you and was, and it's good to know that if I ever can't do the show and yeah. vice versa, that we would be able to hold our own by ourselves, yeah. which, is, which is great. And I also got people reaching out nice. to me telling me, Ben did such a great <laughs> job. Oh man, it was really yeah, good. You fun. know? So the- yeah. Congratulations. Well, on that. thank nice you. Work. It was starting out is weird, you know, and I'm sure you can attest to that. Probably no matter how many times you do it, it's always that like, all right, I, you know, I said to somebody, it's almost harder by yourself. I said to somebody the other night, I said, you know, you start out and you feel like this douchebag who all he wants to do is talk about himself. And I said, by the end, (laughs) you, you are like charged because all you've done is talk about yourself. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) it's my favorite subject. I just love this talking is about myself. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this microphone just stands there and listens. <laughs> it just listens. Yeah. No, but no feedback. No, just, just, just keep going. talking into it about exactly what you want yeah. to talk about. And, but see, I think a lot of people confuse 
you know, the difference between talking about yourself and talking to a microphone on a podcast and all of that and being able to do it in a way that is entertaining yeah. and not pretentious. It's really yep. tough. It's, you know, um, yeah. it, it's not something that you can, you would expect to be able to just do it. It takes when time. you're, and they could tell that you've done it before, by the way. Yeah. So it's, it's good. I, I used to do a lot of training for work, you know, and I think that early on in my career, always, I always was thankful for that. Cause it like that gives you, um, that gives you a stage personality to an extent. Right. And cause I think it does take that to, you know, like you said, when you and I are just bullshitting back and forth, uh, I, I'm not acting at all. You know, you, you're, you're seeing me a hundred percent. I'm not exaggerating vowels or anything like that, you know, but, but when you have, you're right. When you're, when it's just you on the microphone, you have to be somewhat entertaining because that's all you got. Right. People can easily yep. turn yep. it off and, you know, say bye-bye. So it's, yeah, it was, it was definitely fun. It was, a, it was a different experience and glad I did it and enjoyed it. And we got some great responses. And like I said, just some great people reaching out, which is just incredible. It, it impresses me so much. You know, I've been how previous to joining the show, right. My, my online community was starting to shrink to be honest in a lot of ways, which, huh. which you wouldn't think, okay. you know, over time, uh, you would think it would only grow, but, um, it's weird how that seemed to happen. I got less and less and less engagement with my content yeah. as time went on. And so it's cool. Anyway, it's cool to be getting more engagement and to be getting back into it and, to you know, be doing lives and to be doing stories again and losing airplanes and telling the world about it. (laughs) (laughs) I think the engagement thing is, is it also impresses me how many people reach out and talk to us on any given day, you know? Um, And, and that's, that's to me, my favorite part, you know, reading and interacting and doing all of those things. And and I diversify, you know, I'm on Facebook. We have a very active grinder group there, um, tool making group, machine group, and then, um, and then Instagram obviously. And, and then, um, Instagram is, is a completely different space filled, peppered with some of the same people. But, um, you know, when you, and then of course YouTube's a shit show, but, uh, the, you you sort of start to see the same faces yep. pop up. You know, you have this core group of people who are always interacting and talking and bullshitting and whatever. And I really love that about the what we're trying to work for and work towards with the podcast is getting that piece of software that will allow us to bring other people yeah. in, kind of do that thing in real time. You yep. know, bring them on the podcast quick. Yep. You know, have people call in and yeah. do all that stuff. We're still using the old software. By the way, we have three patrons. Yeah. Uh, Brian, Brian Cone from B Cone Knives, yep. um, and um, Marcus from what M- is it? MW yep, Knife MW Works. Knife Works. Yep. And also uh, our buddy Mark, Mark v, v over in the UK. He's actually Danish, but I think okay. he lives in in nice. England in the UK somewhere. Nice. I, I'm not fully sure where you live, Mark. I apologize. Um, but uh, 
those three guys are putting fifteen dollars um, each. Each of them are putting five dollars a piece. We call it the high five, and um, and then you know that gets us about halfway yeah, to our goal, a uh, little little under halfway to our goal of being able to get this software. So awesome. we're working. Uh, I think that software package is like forty five a month right. or something like that. Because it's I can't remember subscription, but like even on. Yeah, it's subscription based. Even on this platform, we pay ten bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But like, like today, we're gonna run out of time uh, at the three hour mark. We never go yeah. to three hours, but we're only we only have that right. that little Unlimited bit of time space. left. Yeah. If if we would have done a show together last week, we would have been out of time by okay. now. Okay, yeah, you know, we because you only get a ten hour right. chunk. So, oh man, yeah. So uh, that's good yeah. To know. So that's that's why we need to expand. Yeah, but it's but uh, but I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Bring yeah. people in and have them be us. Yeah, and even uh, even stuff outside of the weekly. You know, I I've, I have for a lot of years considered doing a sort of a standing live. There, are, I see a lot of guys in the woodworking space now that have a, a weekly live. Uh, like Instagram live. They're not on a podcast or like Jason Bent from Bent's Woodworking does a weekly live. Okay. Which to me is really kind of cool. He gets a ton of questions. It's basically a podcast, but he doesn't put it on a podcast platform. He does, um, he does it through YouTube and then also Instagram. Um, so does he double stream it? Like he sends one signal out to one platform and one signal out to another? He he must have some sort of service. I think now he, I think he moved to doing the actual live stream on YouTube because the tools were better there. And then he reposts sure. the video over to Instagram is I think how he does it. I got you. But okay. I've done that. Um, what was it? Last year I did some stuff with Tandy Leather and did, I don't know, a handful of lives for them doing stuff on the my apron that I made and a few other things. And I actually did stream both, but I happen to have two phones, you know, and so I could make that work. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it really ate up bandwidth. Uh, like by the middle of it, I yeah. was really wishing I could kill one of them, <laughs> you know, because yeah, 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 shit, yeah. this one's lagging way behind. I think, yeah, I think this new software will stream out to yeah. both. Like it, it will do it all in one yep. feed. So, you know, it'll, it will, will create like a work for it, um, YouTube channel and then it'll stream it out on that and out on oh, Instagram. Nice. Um, I know Brad, Brad Rodriguez does it that yeah. way and it's, and it's the same feed. Makes sense. And I, I'm pretty sure he's using the same software. Both yeah. of them have, um, both of them have that streaming capability built into their API. I know that, you know, you can make a third party app yep. that streams to either of those services. So that's cool. Or both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, but I think what he has is he has like his wife checking the messages yeah. on one and then he's checking them on yeah. the other so that they can kind of, you know, and that you and I can yeah. do the same thing. And uh, yeah, it would be, it would yeah. be really cool to be able I to do that. So, you know, at some I point. I have not joined. Uh, I know that the the guys from the, the Another Woodshop podcast, they do a pre-show and I, I'm pretty sure the way that they have it set up is that it's just them, the hosts talking, and then they have like an open chat room where people can gotcha. message in. But I don't know how they post it. Maybe they're doing that through YouTube and people can chat on YouTube and then YouTube keeps the chat history. That's the piece I haven't that could figured be. out, but 
Yeah. Either way, I agree. Just be really fun to have the opportunity to engage sort of live one-on-one with folks <laughs> because it's, I think the key to it is, and I've tried this a couple of ways when you're doing lives and you're doing all that, is that you have to be, meaning me and you, have to be engaged with the audience yeah. almost at all times. And, and well, for instance, uh, I do, a, sometimes I've done live streams where I'm just working, yeah. you know, and I, and the engagement is super low because I'm not responding yep. to what people are saying and, and you know, whatever. But um, or like uh, Jeff Fader does a thing where he's talking and chatting yeah. and he's shouting out to people that are coming on. And, you know, he's like they're asking him questions and it's a back and forth. The, the reason I like Riverside is because we can hit a button and 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 then bring in their audio. Yeah. So like, you That's know, we can cool. do, or maybe even video. I don't yeah. even know. Um, yeah. So there's like a there's like a. A, a platform there mm-hmm. um you know that can do that so yeah. i i think that's that's where we're headed and you know but yeah the, super growth i mean man you know three times we've asked for patrons and and yep. we've gotten three so that's yeah. like the best case scenario yeah. and and all well, of like that, you say so, even if um, it's but getting back just, just getting i wanted to get in. back to what you were yeah, saying go on. yeah you're right you're right it, it is like this thing where i want to say okay if i bring if i if we meet this goal and we do this then we got to kind of now we're experimenting with a whole new yeah. realm of things a whole new realm of possibilities yeah. by the way speaking of that real quick uh our growth is up i i chatted with jeff uh over at the makery um a, a little bit about checking our charts because i can see um you know obviously i can see how many downloads every show gets mm-hmm. and all of that and um, we've made significant growth nice. in the last uh, probably like four or five weeks. We've doubled our numbers. Killer. So like everything is, you know, going up and up and up. And then um, this charting thing, it's called Chartable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go in and you can look at where you're at. And we're ranking in the top 100 in the U.S. Uh, for for hobbies. We're in the top 100. Um, or actually, well, I, I have to look at it again. Yeah. I know there's a couple of different categories we rank in, but, uh, we're not doing too Hell bad. Yeah. Like we're in a multiple countries. We are in the top 100 and 200 in a lot of countries of cool. all podcasts across the board. Yeah. And I'm thinking, wow, that's gotta be something, right? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. I, would think. I don't know how I, I looked at one point in time, you know, a handful of years ago, uh, when I did the other show and. There are so many podcasts out there. Like it's almost mind numbing the number of podcasts. It's, it's also surprising how old podcast as a medium is, right? It was around like yeah. when the, like right around the time when the first or second version of the iPhone came out, even maybe before that podcast existed, you know? So it always kind of boggles my brain. Yeah. Like you think it's such a new thing. And the only thing new about it is that everybody and their brother seems to have one right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they don't have time to listen to one because they're making them. Exactly. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Yeah. But well, well, I I think it's great that we're we're ranking up and we appreciate you all for listening in and participating. Speaking of that, we have not pushed out a question for this no. week. I have been sick and under the weather and and um and we wanted to grab the window and just record the show. Yeah. So we'll definitely get back to our standard where we ask a question next week. It's it's uh it'll definitely yeah, happen next for week. Sure. For sure. So. Yeah. No. Well, anyway, so back to the 
got I got the shop bot, which is just the new toy. Man. All right, wait, say that one more time. You got the, the shop bot. Uh, Ooh, shop, the shop robot, bot. which I'm excited dude, for you, dude. This is awesome. Is, I I yeah, it has been just like I'm still kind of like it doesn't seem real in a way, you know, it's uh, for this big, huge crate to show up. I got the call Friday. Well, I called them Friday because I had seen. So it comes freight. It's a five, about a 500 pound crate, like 50 some inches tall by, you know, 40 some inches, big old cube, uh, 500 pound thing. Barely, just barely could sneak it in my Tacoma pickup truck. <laughs> so the boys and I go pick it up after school because I was not going to let the damn thing sit there all weekend, you know, and know that it was right over there. Uh, that was just going to kill me because um, ShopBot set up to have residential delivery and liftgate service and all that stuff. But I was like, fuck that. I'm going to sure. get the damn thing. So we went and got it. The dude threw it in the back in the forklift and then I get it home and I'm like, okay like how the fuck am i gonna get this thing <laughs> yeah. in that workshop yeah oh man and uh so i backed it up to the garage door and thank god you know it it fit under the garage door header so i'm like okay cool yeah it was a tight yeah, squeeze it was man. it yeah, was sure. like really tight <laughs> so i'm running around and, and by the way you're like you're telling everybody like i gotta get this shit done you're like i got yeah, dinner plans i'm got, supposed to be leaving yeah, the house like, very so i'm like what the fuck like, are you doing you're doing a instagram live your wife is gonna walk in there and slap your face like, my wife got dinner <laughs> ben, what are you doing i'm like i don't want to miss this chance to show people this chop bot <laughs> and uh oh man. so so I, I'm like the whole way home, you know, it was only like a five minute drive. It's, and then it starts pissing rain and the whole way home I'm going. Of course. So call of the course. neighbor. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, dude. I'm, I don't know where the hell he was, but so I'm thinking the whole way, like, all right, you can do this. You can totally do this. You'll figure something out. And I, I my wife always laughs at me because she's like, that's just your answer for everything. You'll just figure it out. She's like, how are you going to figure course. it out? I said, well, when I'm not talking to you, I'm thinking about that. That's how I'm figuring it out. Right, right exactly. <laughs> the whole night at dinner, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. Right. So I had built these really beefy sawhorses that, I think I've thrown three different pairs of them away and happened to keep two two of the latest creations beside the house. So I went and got those. Well, they were like an inch too tall for the the uh, bed of the or the um, tailgate of the truck. So when you joined the live, I was sawing apart. It's <laughs> sawing an inch off of. I joined the live, and all I see horses. is you bent over, just sawing away at these legs. <laughs> like, it's too fucking like, tall. You must have a circular saw around there somewhere. Man. Yeah, well, that's by not, hand. I finally, what you I finally went and got the circular saw. So I cut those off, <laughs> and then that was about the time. Oh, and then, um. I was backing, trying to back the truck in, but the tailgate, you know, the backup cameras are incredible, but with the tailgate down, the backup camera looks tailgate at the down, fucking yeah. ground. So then I went and got the right. GoPro and hooked that up so that I could see <laughs> see myself backing. Did in. you ever make it to dinner? Yeah, we did actually. <laughs> uh, we were only 10 minutes late. It was perfect. 
Not bad. Not bad. Uh-huh. I, I would have uh, said it was going to be long. Are you yeah. allowed? Are you allowed to say where this shop bot was before you got <laughs> it? Probably. Or are you not allowed to say? So I. So I. I so work to deal working with Shopbot, and so I'll be providing providing. I sound so formal, but I'll be making content on it basically to show their machine and and um, why it is as impressive as I think it is. And I don't, I don't care if they gave it to me or I paid for it. This thing is impressive. Um, so the way, the way the story goes is so working on these deals sometimes takes you a while and sometimes it's just all about timing, right? It comes down to, um, something happens to be, you know, the stars align, whatever. Well, the stars aligned on this because they had a loaner machine that was, was out in California and it just so happened to be on the set of a TV show. And I started, started chuckling like as soon as she said that. And I said, I'll bet you I know what TV show that was on. And she goes, well, how would you know that? I said, well, because I follow Jimmy Duresta and in his stories, he was using a shop bot on the entire making it TV series. I was like, so, so cool. So she's like, yeah, that's you it. You have the making it freaking <laughs> shop right. bot in your shop. Yeah. That's so cool. And so the other day, Jack, well, Jack thinks that's just like the coolest thing in the world, right? That j- It is the coolest you've thing. You've got it's the coolest thing. CNC in your shop. And then the other day, hell yeah, there was a um, there was a, a, a laptop that, that sort of stays with the loaner, and it was all in the crate and everything else. And Jack Jack was looking for some files or something to make a, a Zelda sword is what he wants to make first. Well, he goes to log into Google Chrome, and guess who's logged into Google Chrome? <laughs> No yeah, way. So you, I, that's not so good. Jimmy, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, uh, I just, I'm not a, just I am not sure a log creeper. Out of shit. I am not, you know, like, I swear <laughs> to God, this is legit. I, and I like included a little video. I am logging you out of all this stuff. Like I have not touched a thing. And so it was kind of oh, a little weird shit. That could have been situation. Bad. Like, all right, don't touch a thing, Jack. Don't touch a yeah, fucking yeah. thing. Well, thank God it was in the right hands yeah. because he could have been listening to Russian fucking music <laughs> right. on Spotify like I was. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. So anyway, that's... That's the, that's so uh, cool, man. The, that, so have you cut anything with it yet? Have you actually... No, um, not a thing. Okay. It's heavy as a beast. You know, if folks have seen a lot of the... Um, like the X carve or the Shapoko or any of those other, those are more like a sort of a linear rail system and they're pretty lightweight. They're pretty, um, pretty, uh, DIY looking They're kits, right? So they come as a box of parts. And then from there you assemble it on a piece of MDF or something, right? It sits on a table as the base. Gotcha. Well, the shop bot is a, a fully assembled machine. You know, it comes, everything's completely assembled. I mean, the the plate steel on the side gantry, you know, is true thick half-inch plate steel. It's big, beefy, um, lead screw-driven machine. So that means it's got a big threaded rod that drive all of the axes. Um, Nice. The ShopBot has a dedicated motor for every axis. So that's a little bit different as well, whereas... Yeah, that's Shape nice. Shapeokos and things have one motor, then belts or lead screws. 
it's a it's a beast of a machine and it weighs in at i think uncrated it's still like 320 some pounds i mean it's a beast that's a serious machine and it comes with a spindle yeah and spindle right? I mean, it's all it's built a, in a one horsepower spindle i think it is yeah and its own um yeah it's you know it's got its own um oh what the hell i'm, I'm drawing a blank the electrical thing the vfd um, oh, okay so it's yep. got all that all integrated in for spindle control and everything else uh so that's all part of it as well. This particular machine is the Desktop Max. And the, so there's several different versions you can get. Uh, the first thing is whether or not it has uh, like a sort of a T-Track style bed or a vacuum bed. So that's an option you can choose. And then the other one is that they actually have a version with an automatic tool changer that I think will hold up to like six or seven tools which is pretty crazy. Um, same machine, just a different component. Uh, so the one that I've got has just the regular bed, the T-Track style bed and, and no tool changer. So, you know, you cut one tool path and then you could change the bit. But, um, and then I've also got the, um, I don't know what they truly call it, but it's a, like a lathe attachment. And so you can turn, you can cut things uh, in cylindrical form. So if you wanted to carve a table leg on it, you could, which is kind of interesting. Really trips me. So out. how long do you get to keep the uh, the device? The contracts for a year, so I'll have it for a okay. whole year, and then from there, you know, we'll we'll decide either next steps or you know purchase the machine at a discount or you know receive sure. it in kind for the work or you know we haven't we haven't quite sorted those details out so we're just kind of making cool stuff right yeah. now you know yeah you get it for a year yeah. i mean man that's that that's enough time to get and uh, um you know uh, co- cozied up yeah. to it enough to where if if it's something you feel like you really want to keep right. you'd buy yep. it or or you know start looking for something different yeah one so, of the things that really yeah. attracted me about it was was that it was that kind of a deal right it wasn't we're sending you a free tool uh, from day one. You know, there, uh, there's an obligation to provide, uh, you know, to provide content for the loaning of the machine. And, and you know, so I'm not getting paid to say these things. They sent me the machine and in a year, I'm going to send a damn thing back. As far as I know, that might all change in yeah. a year. But, yeah, right. um, so a little bit, uh, hopefully be able to stay a little you know, unbiased as unbiased as you possibly can be, but, and I just want to cool, I just want to show cool stuff more or less in the story of somebody in a really small shop that, um, you know, see what kind of game changing things it could do or not do in a year. I think it'll be an interesting experiment. I, um, I follow a guy on Instagram who does some really cool CNC stuff. And I think I want to say his name is Tyler or something. It's not Tyler oh. Bell. It's um, know you know who are. I'm talking about. He does these really tight Did shots. Did he make a? He used to make of, ham. He used to make mallets. Um, Ty, I know who you man, mean. I, can't, I know who you mean. It's Ty something or Tyler. I can't. I'll have to yeah, dig it up. But he makes the, he he does. Yeah, he's got a CNC like a V carve. Yep. Uh, setup where it's a it's a, a you know he can do it's got Z axes so he can you know carve all this cool stuff. Yep. And uh, and he does these great 
real quick, like 20, 30 second spots like you're doing, but he does these really tight following shots of, yeah. of the, of the, the bit going into the, and I'm a big, I got a big heart on for that. Cause I do the same thing in metal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always, you know, I have a, a you know, a 300 millimeter lens that I just point oh, at my yeah. drill bit and then I, I shoot it in high frame, you know, high speed, um, and then slow it way down right. so you can see, you know, the flutes spinning yeah. and pulling material and it's mesmerizing. It is. And he sort of does the same concept, but with uh, wood MDF and makes signs mm-hmm. and does all kinds of fun stuff. So that guy, I would look at his stuff and sort of take a page out of his book because, yeah. I mean, he posts stuff and it goes viral quick, you know, yeah. 10,000 to 20,000 views in the first day and stuff like it that, is. because it is, it's just really fun to watch. Yeah, it really truly is. And I think one of my goals and, and one of the biggest um, parts of the discussion uh, with the, the good folks there at ShopBot that one of my goals was to, to do something more than just, make signs, you know, or, or, um, sure. You know, how do you maximize? I've always somewhat resisted jumping into the CNC world because of that. You know, I see folks who are really, really thinking outside the box before they get a CNC and they're making cool stuff and maybe they're not necessarily making that much money at it, but they're really making cool shit, you know, and then all of a sudden a CNC comes into the shop and, uh, you know, they're, they're pumping out, um, 24 99 signs, you know? (laughs) Um, and you go like, well, okay, it's a bummer. Not, Not that it's a bummer, I think, but just trying to figure out, are there ways to maximize that tool and still keep that, playfulness and that creativeness and that inventiveness is is a goal of mine well that's the challenge isn't it it is yeah i mean it, you're, you're seeing all because it's really easy to get um and i fall into this problem right now is that i could be packing parts all yeah. day i could be selling grinders all day and 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 instead uh, you know that creative sort of flow is not being pushed anymore because I just simply don't have time for it. And I, I, you know, and I, you know, the, the whole thing behind what I do, and I'm sure you feel the same way is that you all, we all got into doing this stuff because we wanted to make a living doing what we love doing. Yeah. Well, eventually everything turns to work, yep. you know, it's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so how do you keep that romance, uh, you yeah. know, going with, with your, with your workshop time? And the only way that I've figured it out is by doing exactly what I'm doing. I'm developing a tool that helps me be more creative. Right. And that is right there. Like it's, it's kind of a cool marriage because now I'm forced, I, you know, I design something and I go, Oh, okay, I'm going to use that. And then I use it for a while. And then I go, ah, yeah. you know, I could make this better if I did it like this and I'll change it up. And then, um, and that becomes this sort of, uh, it's a, it's a tango, Mm -hmm. right? It's like these two systems that are working together in harmony. There's a symbiosis going on and it's fulfilling all of the sort of things that I require to be happy, you know? And then you add content creation in onto that, you know, and it's all the real things, you know, I'm like marketing and I'm hanging out with friends and people that are doing the same shit and I'm getting, you know, sending them tools and I'm going, Hey, you, you play with this for a while. And, and that's how, 
I think I've found my groove, you know, I but think it's beautiful. you're right. You got, yeah. you got a million guys out there that buy shape bot and you know, they're like, man, I could sell fucking signs, yep. you know, a hundred, a hundred bucks baby. a pop. I can make 10 yep. a day. My wife gets yeah. off my ass. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And, you know, she's got fun money now yep. and the shop's producing and, but I'm the same way to me. It's that iterative nature of making. Right. And, but I've never, yep. um, I, the 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 idea of designing a product never I've honestly resisted it in a lot of ways I've resisted I've always thought that the that my preference was to find something or to find somebody who needed something and make that something that they needed not me not my not have myself or my shop produce something and try to sell that thing i will i've always thought that the custom world is is what i would enjoy the most what i've learned i think in the past two to four years that i've been playing around you know selling my services as a woodworker is that it's a royal pain in the ass to make custom you know, and that there is no iteration in custom work. It is you produce two spec and deliver on time. And those are the two biggest things that you need. You know, if you can do that, you can maybe survive, but it's going to be a pain in the ass the whole time because the spec and the timing change outside of your control by the whim of a customer. <laughs> right. Yep. All the time. Um, custom work is that way in any regard. Yeah. And I, and I, what I've learned is, is, you know, do one thing and do it well. If you can develop a product that can give you enough money and in like, for instance, I don't make the parts here, you know, like for what I do, I I have someone else do that and I have someone else pack it and I have someone else ship it. Do I have to pay for that service? Yes. Does it cut into my margins? Yes. Uh, Does it give me more free time? Yes. Does it allow me to be more creative and do the things that I want to do with my time? Yes. I will say this again. I'll probably say this a million more times that true success. Here's the definition of true success. It is doing with your time exactly what you want to do at any given time. It isn't a dollar amount. It isn't like all the shit you own or whatever. It is literally the one finite resource that you cannot get back, which is your time. It's doing with that time what you want to be doing. If you can take, if you can figure that out, you've won. Yeah. You have, you're there, in the top 1% of the 1%. And there are so few, um, there are so few careers and or jobs that you can do that in. Right. And it, it, this one hit me the other day. So the, the same, we've mentioned him before in this show, but the, another woodshop podcast guys had Jackman works on a show recently. And it was kind of funny because the, the one host, you know, he's like, how long he's like, he's like in the work that you're doing, he's like, you literally make money doing only what you want to do, right? You're building, you know, like a guy like Paul Jackman for folks that haven't seen him, he makes crazy, you know, crazy woodworking things out of pallet wood. Why out of pallet wood? Because that's what the hell he wanted to use. You know, why did he want to use it? Because he wanted to show a little reclaiming or this. Who cares why he fucking wanted to do it? That's what he wanted to do. And literally for the past, I think he said eight, eight or 10 years almost, he has been doing just that, right? He's not, he's not phoning up a brand and saying, tell me what I should make this video about so I can promote your boots. 
No, he's making a fucking eight foot tall nutcracker guy around Christmas out of pallet wood, you know, and, and saying, sure. Hey, boot company, I want to sell your boots with this crazy nutcracker for Christmas, you know? And, and it's, it hit me at, at that moment, you know, it was like, that is so fucking true, right? Like here is this guy that literally he's doing whatever the fuck he wants. Nobody's telling this guy what to do. You know, he's making what he wants. He's making it how he wants. He's making it when he wants all these things. Right. Um, His only uh, sort of master is how comfortable he wants his life to be and how much money he wants. It takes to, to fund that. That's it. And it's, there are a lot of, there are a lot of jobs out there where it comes close, but, I don't know. It seems like a pretty good gig to me. <laughs> yeah, I I will say because I've been an entrepreneur and not had a boss for the last 15 years that <clears throat> your client becomes your boss, but when you're doing uh you know, when you're, your customer or your client will become your boss, yeah. right? And then uh the reason why I've, I don't do a ton of sponsorship work uh is because I feel well, the same um, to me when I get a, these contracts in and people are like, oh, I want you to, you know, you know, hawk my shit and I'll send you whatever or I'll pay you a large amount of money. I look at it and I go, do I really care about $30,000 or do I want to just do whatever the fuck I want to yeah. do? And 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 I <laughs> it's yeah. usually I want to do what I want to do. There. And it and. Although I will say if I didn't have any money, the $30,000 would look pretty yeah. you know, um, attractive, yeah. but it, it's, it's like the, finding that balance where you can say I've, you know, cause like every day I come in and I do a ton of work. I'm always working. Yeah. Like I'm up at seven in the morning. I'm working. I'm seven o'clock at night. I'm working. And, but it doesn't feel like right. work to me. Like I, I like, personally don't see it that way. I don't either. I get to do and, it. And I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather have my toil go towards myself than uh, some other effort, you know? And it's weird. Because you're setting your own limitation. You you are the one that says... I get to pick. Um, you know who is it? Uh, the guy from Shark Tank. Um, oh. uh, the what's his name? The big guy. I know who um, you mean. Mark something. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I, I can't think of his name. Anyway, he says that an entrepreneur is a guy that'll work eighty hours a week to avoid working for somebody else forty hours exactly. a week. Yeah. And that's me to a T, man. And I'm just like, yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm even these contracts where it seems like I'm working. Yeah for myself and they're, but they're giving me a lot of money in exchange. It's not They're They've become my boss. Yeah. That contract, the minute I sign it, I'm like, I'm like chained. Well, people say you know, that to, to me all the time, you know, cause I've recent, not maybe in the past years, year or so, you know, it's like, Oh, maybe, you know, call it a midlife crisis or whatever. But you know, you get to that point where it's like, I don't know if I want to just keep doing this, what I'm doing. Um, you right. know, maybe I want to just try something 180 degrees in a different direction. Right. And the first thing you always hear, you know, is, Oh, it's a lot of work. And it's like, well, so is growing an Instagram account from zero to 13,000 followers. But guess what? I did that while I was working my job now, Sure, (laughs) you know, tons of work. So you look at, I, I, I've never been afraid of work. You know, that's, I think same as you it's, um, that's not it at all. It's, I'll work and work and work and work. And 
I will do that whether I am holding down a job working for somebody else or not. I'm going to do that those things anyway. I, I feel like yeah, because you enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, and it, one of the little one of the little snippets, by the way, of your <clears throat> your solo Ben solo yeah. uh, show, and it was super revealing to <laughs> me and to the audience that you mentioned that you feel like maybe there's some unhealthy connection between you and Instagram. Like you really love it. Like it's, and you, you, you have a little bit of a concern, you know, you're like, I don't know. I, I, sometimes I feel like maybe that's not the right way to go about things. I I would say if you're going to be addicted to anything, you know, social media, you know, it's, fairly harmless and uh, you know depending upon your mm-hmm. your iq i guess it's can be yeah. harmless but the you know you use it in the right way yeah I, and i i also have the same uh i get the same dopamine rush you get by yeah. the way when when you post something and you get that audience interaction people are commenting um i just did that thing on that chop saw yeah. and who would have fucking thought right <clears throat> so many people cared about a goddamn chop saw but yeah. Um, it it's not only on Instagram but on Facebook that post always out of crazy the blue. and always all, oh man yep. and and they're more out of the blue now than they oh, ever Lord. were yeah. you know um and for instance the uh the little post I made about the spray nozzle uh-huh. the the cooling yes. spray nozzle yep. that vi- that video which was just a photo right. by the way that I put an animated girl popping up and yep. going like hey whatever. That was viewed. I don't even know how many thousands of times yeah. now. I have to look, but it, the last time I looked at it, it was around three thousand times. <laughs> and I'm like, three thousand yeah. people looked at this and thumbs up it right. and did all and commented, and people were so interested. And I'm thinking, this is not a new concept. I'm just sort but of caught, making one right thing from another. I, yeah. You know, I I think I am much healthier about. Uh, Instagram and social media today than I was two years ago or a year ago or whatever, because I would obsess over that. Like, why? Why the fuck did that post hit? And to me, it was interesting, right? It was, I want to get everyone to hit like that. So there's got, you know, because the thought, right, is for myself and guys who I was sort of quote running with back then when I first jumped onto Instagram was that this thing was made by fucking humans, right? It, you can figure it out. It's just develop, you know, it's developers in Patagonia vests in Silicon Valley (laughs) that made this fucking thing, you know, Uh, I can figure this, this cocksucker out and I can figure out. Yeah, but they keep changing it. See, that's that's the problem. I have a theory, by the way. You figure it out and then it changes. I have a theory and it is that it's the same as it's fucking been since the beginning. And we are all (laughs) convincing ourselves that it has changed, but it's the same goddamn script that's That's a good point. some knucklehead wrote it could be you know (laughs) but so that's where i think um lately what i've maybe i've just come to terms with like well hey it doesn't fucking matter and here's why it doesn't matter is because it's not about that it's not about um it's not about how many followers you have or any of that, any of the numbers or the tangible statistics that you can measure and present to a brand or to a, another person, it's about that engagement and it's about the community and it's yeah. about same as it ever was. 
you move into a new town, it's not how many people you shake hands with in the first month. It's how many people you have at your house for dinner. You know, <laughs> like right. that's the, that's a good, that's a good that's point. Like that's to me, that's the difference. And, and I can tell you in all sincerity, I think that, um, that if you want to be a quote content creator or whatever you want to call it, brands are recognizing that as well. And that big number, right. right? That big number doesn't matter anymore. It never probably did, but I think it matters less now than it ever has. Prime example is that big blue freaking CNC machine in the corner, right? Like they could have given that machine right. or that machine could have stayed with Jimmy Duresta. Instead, it came to my shop, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Why that is, I'll never truly understand. Timing, probably a big part of it. Uh, but at the same token, it's also that, you know, it's going to get put to use and it's going to be in, in communities that it could never reach otherwise. So I think they probably looked at your feed and saw that you're pumping out really good short content yeah. that is the new wave of the yep. future. And, you know, I think it's we're, we're seeing a big divide yes. in the way content is created. So you've got TikTok, uh, Instagram stories, you know, these uh, YouTube is even now doing yep. shorts. We talked about that privately, you and yep. I. And um, and, and there's YouTube that, right? They keep pushing it, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, I, I sort of halfway agree with you because I'm like, oh, you know, that's what TikTok and, yep. and Instagram are for. But. So you've got this like really small, narrow uh, field of vision and and um, attention span over here. Yeah. And then over on YouTube um, and some of Instagram, you have long form yeah. videos that are performing form. really yep. well. Legit long form. Like I've posted like my, yeah, my uh, one of the videos that is going apeshit gangbusters is an hour for right. right. And now. you stop and consider and that. It, quote longish longer form is a tv episode right most content right. now that's long form is longer than most tv episodes you know you take the commercials yeah because we're watching them in series right yeah and we're watching them in series oh by the way i got some new fucking tv shows I guess. nice I gotta, <laughs> we gotta get back to this because i've got when i was sick no, that just I, I don't know what i did i i i honed in my <laughs> my uh my skill sets inside of out al the algorithm yeah. of hulu netflix and amazon prime and i found some sweet primo nice. fucking shit that i have to share with Isn't the it audience good, like good when you watching. when you allow yourself to walk away from youtube and like, I'll do that every now and then, like maybe once or twice a year, I'll get on a TV kick and like consume yep. it all up. And then it's back over to make yep. shit. But and then it's all shit trash <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Yep. I, I got, I got mixed up into watching alone, uh -huh. which we talked yep. about in a couple episodes back, but then something happened because I, we watched all the episodes of alone. Then, um, all these other TV shows about Alaska and, oh, nice. and like survivalism started coming up and Sarah's really into that stuff too. So like we started um, watching the show called a hundred days wild. And yeah. that is a show about uh, this, these people that are all out in the Alaskan uh, wild, you know, I don't know, wildlands or yeah. wherever. The it's not that crazy way fucking out guy somewhere. with the beard and mustache and the kids. The big beard. 
No, no, there's no kids. Uh, now that that show like, I'm watching wow, too. Wow, that is so interesting. That show I'm watching too. That I what is it called? It's like I don't remember something it's, Alaskan yeah, adventure. Yeah, it's been called like shit. six different things. It's like some of these people just somehow they find their way into Discovery Network and then they bounce around there. You know, they're like that show's good. It is that and there's like 13 yeah. seasons of that, so you can like get immersed and their in kids that. have that really so, weird accent. Is that the one? Well, they're like Swiss. Yeah. They're they're all okay. born in Switzerland. They moved to Alaska. It's, it's really strange. funny, but it's good. It's really good. The first scene, the first freaking episode, <laughs> they, they pull a Napoleon Dynamite where they have to shoot a cow. Right? It was like yeah. in the head. And it's, I'm like, wow, know. season one, episode one, they murder a cow. <laughs> and the de- the guy who is, by the way, he is attached to this cow because they've had it for 13 oh, years. Fuck. They've had this one cow for 13 <laughs> years and it's getting so old. It couldn't survive another winter. So he tells his son like, hey, I can't do it. You oh, have Jesus. to do it. And 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 so, you know, and he I mean, he's upset. He you know, he loved this cow. <laughs> oh, they fucking saw that guy. He had no problem to eat right. that beef stew. He's like, and then the, yeah. so you hear the gunshot go off. And then the next yeah. scene is him going. Yeah, I think we're going to have about 600 pounds of burger. <laughs> fucking T-bones, out of baby. T-bones. <laughs> yeah. You named that cow. You named that cow. You hung out with that cow every day. And now you're 600 pounds of burger. Yeah. Really? That's where we're going with this? All right. So that's show number one. So there's there's 100, day, 100 Days Wild and whatever that Alaskan yeah. one is, yeah. which is, that's great too. And then um, this one is not Alaskan. This one is on Amazon Prime. It's only eight episodes and you will absolutely binge watch mm. this it's called zero 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 oh, and it's all one word zero and it's spelled out zero 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 and down. what it is is it's it's uh all it's a it's the journey of a very large cocaine shipment oh, that comes out of mexico oh. and the reason that it even get the name when you google why they named it zero 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 is fascinating yeah. because a lot of this Coke ends up in the States, but it also ends up in Italy. And in Italy, there's a very fine form of flour. It's like an up, it's like an upscaled version of flour called zero, zero, zero. And it's how they, they, and because cocaine and yeah. wheat flour looks a yeah. lot alike. So it follows this journey of five tons of cocaine that comes out of Mexico. The story is riveting. However, I will warn you, if you don't like reading subtitles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it or if you don't speak Spanish or Italian. Now, here's what I will say. I don't particularly like subtitles. You get used However, to it. However, the, the dialogue is very minimal. They, they really did okay. a great job. And it's shot in a Tarantino style. Uh-huh. So, like, you see a really sort of crazy event right in the first five minutes of the episode. And then it rewinds yep. and it shows you it how you got it there. Apart, yeah. It's fucking fascinating times 10. <sighs> and it's not for kids. Obviously, there's there's a lot of violence in it, but it's it's very, very yeah. good. Um, that's my other. That's so <sighs> when I got sick, I went on a mission, right. yep. you know, to, to, to like find some cool shit to watch because I was of sick. Subtitles, so. um, there's a show on. I'm trying to remember if it was on Hulu or Netflix, one or the other, but it was called Occupied. And it was okay. uh, the basic premise, I think, was that uh, Russia was occupying um, Sweden, I think, or something like that. Someplace, you know, in 
I don't where what city was it in particular? I don't remember, but anyway, the Russians came and they occupied um they occupied It's always the Russians. Yeah, and uh the Russians or the Germans, they're the bad they're, guys. Yeah, they're always in all these TV you. shows. <laughs> but so they they they're always came the in. ones stealing your Spotify account yep. too. These fucking assholes. But this the whole thing was also subtitles, and I can remember I was telling my wife about it one time. I was like, "You got to watch this. It was really good, like really good, um, almost believable to an extent. Like, holy shit, what if this did happen? You know, like, like what if this actually yeah, happened? Like, yeah. what if a what if a country just came and said, we're not fucking leaving until you do X, Y, Z. And basically the idea was that Russia needed them to keep their oil fields producing. And the prime minister oh. was into green, clean energy. And he found this new magic bullet for clean energy and was promoting it. And Russia jumped in and said, oh, fuck no. Thou shalt keep your oil oh. pumping, baby, and because uh, it was it was a part of their economy, yeah, they needed like, it oh, to that's, happen. That's an interesting take. Right. Oh, you Sounds know, very like, real. They, they got too green, and then Russia came in. But the whole thing was in subtitles, and I never like I just started watching it and got so engrossed in the show that I didn't in maybe half an episode I wasn't paying attention to subtitles anymore. My wife ha is a speech pathologist and then an assistive technology person for the school district. And so she is always big on subtitles and I'm, I, it used to drive us all crazy. And there's actually statistics <laughs> out there. Now we're all so used to it, you know, because subtitles sure. do not go off on any of our TVs. And our boys... Oh, no like, kidding. You guys always, always have closed caption on. Well, there's all this research out there that... Um, she also has uh, she is she's hard of he she has a hearing loss as well and so um, okay. so she needed it to hear <laughs> but she also started finding this research that it's like the statistics are through the roof if kids watch TV with subtitles on their comprehension their reading ability all this stuff just goes off the charts supposedly I don't know that I would make sense say my kids are like amazing because subtitles are on but <laughs> you know um so anyway she's like oh that's awesome subtitles <laughs> but she's like you never told me the whole thing was in ben, subtitles. you finally <laughs> you finally come around yeah. now you've you've seen you the know? light and you're like wait a minute hold up listen it's all in russian <laughs> like, all right just calm down you're speaking like friggin it. swedish i was really thinking yeah, of you yeah, when exactly. i watched that show honey honest <laughs> <laughs> i did this just for you yeah now give me a kiss. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a good show. Well, really good show. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm not a big fan of television, but yeah. when you're sick, it, it makes the day the time go faster and everything else. So yeah, yeah, yeah go check out all that. Occupied is your recommendation. Yep. Mine is zero 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 and um, hundred days wild, and then um, yeah, well, yeah, I'll I'll maybe. I'm not going to put links in the show notes nah. because I'm too tired. I'm, People I'm freaking, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. My new, my new slogan is not work for it. It's, it's I'm over <laughs> I've, it. I've worked for, that's my new slogan. <laughs> I, I've already worked for <laughs> I've it. I've worked for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll feel better next week, but like I'm running at a solid 90%. Right? So it's I'm like, like oh, the, well, you, got, you know, at least I'm, I'm at work. Yeah. You know, that's the Amen. other thing is like, I'm showing up yep. now and, and all that. Yeah, I was, so. I was well, working. listen, Hey, yeah. I want to thank everybody who has reached out, supported the show, 
and given us everything uh, that we need to, and which is, by the way, your ears, your attention that comes in through the Makery Network and through this awesome network of people who we have now created through doing this work on the podcast. You are the ones for the real reason why we do all this work. So we do appreciate you 100%. Make sure you go out and check out the show notes for our sponsors, which is Isotunes and Empire Abrasives. And uh, you know what, Ben? I'm going to say... I'm gonna say this is a show. Yeah. We've we've done it now. Amen. I'm with you. It's it's yeah. It's good we to catch back. up. I missed you, man. Good to catch up with you, man. Yeah. It is uh well, becoming a habit, this thing we're doing, and I'm rather enjoying <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm like a bad habit, as they say. <laughs> right. You can't shake me. I'm a, I'll always be around. I'll always be in your DMs, I'll be on your your Instagrams yeah. and your Instagram lives to make fun of you while you're trying to do something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like get a big fucking crate out of right. your truck. What you doing over what there, Ben? The what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? The best Grab was, a freaking cirque saw, would you? Really cool. Last thing, the best part was this dude from eastern Idaho, the second he comes on, I think he makes a comment like, oh, fuck no, you ain't getting that out of there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> Thanks for the vote the of confidence. Up, we appreciate you. <laughs> Watch me. Yeah. Hold my beer. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, <love it. laughs> All right, amigo. I'm going to let you go. Good, good chatting with you. We'll talk soon. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Adios. Brian, shut the fuck up. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.